0: Self publishing and self broadcasting go hand in hand. Nearly every episode of every talk show or interview show has at least one guest who's an author. Most are celebrities or individuals who have some modicum of celebrity status. If they're not a famous performer, their celebrity can be due to their proven expert status or association with a celebrity institution like Harvard, Yale, or even better, the U.S. Congress. Some unknown authors get lucky because they have a topic that's timely or thought-provoking. But what if you're not a celebrity yet, and you have a message you want to share via broadcast media? What can you do to get seen, short of debasing yourself or resorting to the option of becoming notorious? It's not easy because typically you have to convince a producer that you're an asset to the program and that you have the ability to draw an audience willing to view the advertiser's paid commercials. Traditional broadcast media has existed by creating interesting content, then charging advertisers a fee to have their promotional message snuggled in and around the news, information, and entertainment. In this way, there's always been at least the illusion of a firewall between editorial and advertising. But that wall is all but crumbled, and the question is whether it actually really existed. Let's put news off to the side for a minute, because there are compelling reasons why news should be independent and regarded essentially as a service. In spite of some programming lately that masquerades as news, let's not even make that part of this discussion. However, when it comes to information as entertainment, it seems like a quid pro quo has always existed. For instance, in the case of late night talk shows such as Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Stephen Colbert, and the rest, the basic format seems to be, with few exceptions, that celebrity guests are invited to talk a bit about themselves, thus providing entertainment value in exchange for an opportunity to pitch or promote their latest movie, TV show, recording, book, or product. Paid advertisers get to hook onto this gravy chain with a paid opportunity to promote their product via commercials or more recently through product placements displayed to the audience the celebrity has attracted. What we've learned is big audiences are directly related to big celebrity. Without the celebrity bait, it's difficult to draw an audience large enough to attract advertisers necessary to offset broadcasting costs and make a profit. Keep in mind, costs are already largely offset by the fact that guests themselves, who are paid little or nothing, derive value from the exposure and opportunity to promote themselves and their related projects or products. So this is essentially a barter arrangement, whereby the program producer makes the forum available to interesting guests. In exchange for exposure, then the producer proceeds to attempt to make a profit through the sale of paid advertising. If a guest had to actually pay for 10 minutes of Colbert's undivided attention and biting wit, the cost would likely be tens of thousands of dollars. Likewise, if the producers had to pay for the celebrity, the cost would be similar. So it's a wash. Both sides contribute, both sides benefit. So it's even. It's worth mentioning that reality TV has added a new wrinkle to this equation. In the case of many reality TV programs, people with little or no celebrity status agree to perform often outlandish deeds or provide unprecedented access to their personal life for the purpose of providing vicarious thrills and voyeuristic, even prurient, entertainment in exchange for celebrity status which is then traded for even further media access, often combined with product associations, to create monetary value for themselves and their business associates. Game shows have long been a part of this low-cost, high-exposure entertainment milieu, utilizing the lure of watching average folks compete to earn cash money and prizes in exchange for participating in games of skill or chance. Even in this domain, it's been found that celebrity is a key part of the mix. Thus, many B-list and C-list celebrities are routinely seen as partners or contestants. Now, who can forget Hollywood Squares, or more recently Celebrity Apprentice, which made real estate tycoon and presidential candidate Donald Trump a household name and provided hours of on-air time for borderline stars, trading their often fading celebrity status for an opportunity to keep them in the spotlight. The reason exposure via TV works so well is largely related to audience size but also because it's an easy and entertaining way for viewers to consume interesting, amusing, and occasionally valuable information. The longer face time achieved through interviews and such gives the viewing audience a deeper insight into the guest. And repetition through prolonged exposure on one show or multiple exposure on various shows increase familiarity breeding celebrity. Who would have ever heard of Ken Jennings until he managed to win 74 Jeopardy! games in a row, winning over $3 million? His celebrity was primarily due to appearing, and of course winning, consistently on one program. So what chance does a little-known or unknown first-time author have when it comes to building celebrity? The honest answer is a slim chance, but that doesn't preclude most from at least trying. Common marketing wisdom suggests that you begin where you are and you work your way outward to create a fan base. Since broadcast media is challenging to break into, one way to participate is through the use of online video. YouTube has purportedly been the catalyst for a number of celebrities, including singer Justin Bieber, who was discovered when a marketing exec from a record company looking for another artist accidentally stumbled upon one of Bieber's videos, and the rest is history. I'm not aware of any authors being discovered by publishers in exactly the same way, but I do know that publishers are more intrigued by authors who have a fan base or a following. In other words, if you can show that you have a readership interested in what you have to say and who follow you via social media, this demonstrates that you have the potential to sell books. One way to make a connection with readers is through video. As a non-fiction writer, sharing information about your topic is a no-brainer. Video seminars, short video tips, and full-fledged interviews all make compelling content. For fiction writers, it can be a bit more challenging, but book trailers, video fan testimonials, video reviews, character insights, author interviews, and book chats all make good video content. Today, there's no need to wait for an invitation from Ellen DeGeneres or The View when you can create and distribute video content of your own or with the help of a video professional. Yes, you have to make an investment in yourself, but self-broadcasting is no different than self-publishing. If you want your book to be seen and read, it must be promoted. If you don't have celebrity status or a timely topic that is likely to draw a large audience, you have little value to traditional media who needs celebrity to sell advertising. So you will need to underwrite the cost of production and distribution yourself. Thankfully, video production is cheaper than it's ever been and there are increasing opportunities and outlets available to share your video content. Beginning with your website, Facebook, and YouTube, there are a number of other video channels, plus websites like Goodreads and others that specialize in books. This opportunity to self-broadcast mirrors the self-publishing revolution that turned the publishing industry upside down. The biggest change happening in broadcast television is the emergence of online or web television devices which threatens to challenge the dominance of terrestrial television. That's antenna, cable, and satellite-delivered broadcasting. Systems like Amazon Fire, Roku, Google Chromecast, and Apple TV bring Internet-powered broadcasting to your family room or bedroom TV set at a fraction of the cost, delivering not only most of your favorite familiar television programs, but also a myriad of new special interest channels, like Authors Broadcast which delivers videos specifically related to new books and emerging authors. Each of the delivery systems is an extension of an existing brand with its own fan base. In the case of Amazon Fire, the Amazon brand is virtually synonymous with books, so it only makes sense that this system would be a natural fit for book-related video content. In terms of drawing an audience, a strong alternative celebrity is narrowcasting or niche broadcasting. If a viewer knows that a particular channel has a ready supply of programming related to their special interest, they're likely to take a look and potentially become a regular viewer, if the content suits them. This theory was proven over the past 30 years by cable operators who brought us MTV, ESPN, Food Network, CNN, the movie channel, and other narrow-cast niche channels that have become huge successes. The author's broadcast channel can currently be added to over 18 million Amazon Fire TVs, Kindle tablets, and other mobile devices, putting book related video content directly into the hands of millions of readers and known book buyers. Much of the current content, such as book trailers and author interviews, is subsidized by the individual producers. But in this case, where there's little or no celebrity to drive advertising sales, it provides book marketers. Alternative access to a niche audience at a reasonable cost that's within the reach of most self published authors and small publishing houses. Internet TV will make narrowcasting even tighter and create celebrity opportunities within those niches. The viewership numbers may not be as big, but they will be large enough to suit the needs of the markets that they serve, and occasionally a breakout star will be able to parlay his or her niche celebrity status to a wider audience. Savvy marketers can use this platform as part of their strategy to speak directly to their target audience. It's all about control. Self-publishing has put the control of whether a book is produced into the hands of the content producers, and the same is true for video production. This is a game changer, paving the way for a new era in broadcasting and book marketing. This is Reno Lovison, Executive Producer at AuthorsBroadcast.com.